Welcome to another Sports Central. I'm Rick Drew. I'm Phil Fechner. Um, Rick, look, I've done a bit of research. I know it's going to be a bit of a uh, shock to you that I've done a bit of research in the week. <laughs> no, and... don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, last eight years, the SA teams have played in WA the last minor round game four times in the last eight years. Is that right? Yep. Well, I guess that points to a sort of situation where um, it, it, this must be just about the only major football league competition anywhere in the world where it's really stacked from the very start. It's just not fair, is it? I mean, uh, not only do, do there is, is there not a home and away side, a home and away game for each side that, you know, because there aren't the number of weeks or they've chosen the number of rounds that it can't happen. But then you get the idea of travelling and who's playing where. It's 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 pretty unfair, isn't it? Yeah, I, look, I think they've got to come to give that um, pre-season comp away and play two full rounds that everybody plays each other twice. Um, it's probably the season will be about the same length then um, if they cut that, that minor round trial games, basically, and that's all it is. I mean... Let's get into the season. Look, I think that's spot on. I think it's probably going to be harder to convince them to do that because they, well, it's a personal value of mine, but I think the mistake they made was increasing the number of teams in the competition by adding Greater Western Sydney and uh, Gold Coast, which is going to make a home and away series, uh, you know, that much longer. But it seems to me a waste of space, this sort of pre-season competition. And they they play internal trials. If they you know, if the season starts a bit earlier, so what? They'll they'll adjust their training. It's it's not like the old days where, you know, no one basically started football training until after they'd finished playing cricket. They overlap. That's right. Well you're still playing cricket, weren't you? And then away you went and you went out to footy training. That's and, right. And, and and but the life has changed. I mean you can go through forever the number of brilliant uh, VFL, AFL footballers who were brilliant cricketers as well. And the days when, you know, well, let's stick with a couple of South Australian examples, say Fritzy Freeman or... Uh, Craig Bradley. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could do that because that's the way life was, but it's not like that mm. any longer. So it really doesn't matter a toss in terms of cricket, how long the football season is. And if you're going to have an equal competition, fair dinkum, then I reckon you're on the money. That's what should happen. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, I know you've got some interesting stats there, um, people uh, finishing top and whatever else. I know you've done a lot of research this week, so I'm going to just flick to you for a while, Rick. Yeah, well, it is interesting because you've brought up the concept of the inequality of, of not only how many times you play a particular side, which is a bit of potluck. You know, in theory, there's a bit of uh, supposed research into, you know, the previous year's top eight. Um, and if you finished in the top eight, you get to have a, a harder draw uh, than you do if you finished second to bottom or something. However, you know, it is only a guess because the crystal ball, I mean, you take Hawthorne, for instance, they've come good again now, but who would have expected them to be where they were? Or even you Sydney. take Sydney, you know, <laughs> they've lost their first six games in a row. And let's face it, they're probably going to go top. Well, yeah, there'd well, be they, a big chance. There's certainly a chance. But, but heading in the, in the direction of, uh, and I know we discussed it briefly last week, or not briefly necessarily, but uh, of the bye, um, 
the likes of Paul Ruse and uh, Alastair Clarkson are suggesting that the buy is evening up the finals competition even more. Uh, and the argument they're using isn't just the concept that statistically, if we talk from the year 2000, right, and that's when the final eight, the new structure of the final eight that we know now was first introduced, right? If you look at that, then would you believe that of the 21 sides that have finished top since the year 2000, only six of those sides have gone on to win the premiership. Well, you wouldn't want to finish top. Well, you, at that rate, a, I mean, that's that's unbelievable. That's isn't less it? than a one in three chance. Wow, um, which is quite remarkable. And uh, Paul Ruse, in particular, would argue that the buy not only uh, allows everyone to start on, as it were, an equal page, and his argument is that if you finish top or in the top four, the reward should be there for you. The incentive is should be there. And he and Clarkson in particular are arguing that the incentive is becoming less and less and less. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is that uh, Paul Ruse in particular has argued that um, it's not so much that psychologically no one outside the top four has gone on to play in a grand final or a premiership until last year, mm. which was the Bulldogs. Yep. Not only did they come from the position they did to win the grand final, they're the first side outside the top four to actually even make a grand final. And his argument is it wasn't so much that it was a psychological problem, oh, we're not in the top four, we can't win. It was a physical problem. That the that they were tired having to go on and because every every game for a side outside the top four was a knockout game, and his argument is that by having the buy it equalises even more or brings the bottom half of the eight up to the same. To having a week off, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the top four should have the buy. Yeah. Five, six, seven, and eight should be playing this week. Yeah. And there should be a round this week, and five, six, seven, and eight should be playing. Yeah. And I think we mentioned last week that the, the, the bloke who uh, who really upset the apple cart, I guess, that brought in this buy was Ross Lyon when he used uh, what he saw as an advantage to Fremantle because they were so far in front that uh, he brought over basically a second 18 to play Port Adelaide in the last game of the minor round and create the buy, inverted commas, for mm. half of his players that the AFL is now giving everyone. And so the argument being that all we're doing is getting eight teams and, and putting them into a hat and throwing it up and the advantage, sure, there is still some advantage being in the top four, but it's diminished, I think. Mm. Um, just quickly, Rick, just um, just go through the six sides that have won a premiership in uh, finishing top. Yeah, it is actually interesting <laughs> because... Uh, uh, out of those six of the 21 sides, the only sides that have finished top and gone on to win a premiership uh, was Essendon in 2000, Port in 2004, West Coast 2007, Geelong 2008, 
Collingwood 2010 and Hawthorne in 2013. And, I mean, that would uh, get you, because remember, I mean, Brisbane were powerhouse. Yeah, You would have thought they would have finished top. Well, but... that's interesting you say that, Phil, because probably uh, it's easy to, everyone's got an opinion, but I would suggest that the two great, if we call 2000 the start of the modern era in terms of, of not only premiership tables and whatever's going on, but I think most people would argue that the two great sides of the recent era are the Brisbane side yep. and the Hawthorne yep. side. And what's quite amazing is that Brisbane won three in a row on the trot in 01, 02 and 03, and they actually played in the, the fourth grand final against Port and lost it. But would you believe the great Brisbane side, and I don't think anyone would argue against that, is they didn't finish top in any one of yeah, those so, seasons. I find that they finished believe. Second, I believe you yeah. because you've done the research. But they finished second, second, unreal, and third. Isn't, it? isn't that amazing? Yeah. And probably and what just, about Hawthorne? Well, interestingly enough, Hawthorne are almost in the same position. <clears throat> they played four in a row. Uh, they lost their first one um, when they finished second in 2012, and then won three in a row in 13, 14, and 15, and. Sure, they did finish uh, top of the minor round in 13, but finished second in 14 and third in 15. Yeah, so, so you just you, you picture them being so dominant in the minor rounds, don't exactly. you? And finishing top, yeah, yeah. you know? But you you don't realise until you look at those stats and think, wow, That's right. you know, they finished second yeah. and third. And I haven't got them quite in front of me, but in those years uh, when Brisbane won theirs, and I guess it shows a little bit of bias towards Port Adelaide or the failure of Port Adelaide, but in two of those years that Brisbane won their grand finals, Port finished top. And in one of those years, I think they finished as low as third or fourth. So um, mm. the best you can do is, I think, suggest that the, the minor premiership table is a sort of vague idea of where it's all going to happen. But a one in three strike rate for finishing top is not good. No, I mean, you wouldn't want to finish top just about, would well, you? Well, it's almost like that. And, Look, you know, just getting on with it. Look, um, we better, because we better wrap it up soon, but uh, I just, Friday, look, Friday night, I just noticed the blue gear from the umpires. Oh. Western Bulldogs playing Hawthorne. That Hawthorne guy almost kicked to the umpire. Uh, yeah. the, the Western Bulldogs yeah. kicked over the Hawthorne guy and almost to the umpire. Well, even though you're the umpire uh, uh, and I'm not, I noticed it as well. And I, for the life of me, I cannot believe that it would be that difficult for the AFL to work out in each and every game. The umpires don't have to necessarily wear the same uniform for every match. What they, you know, it doesn't matter whether they're wearing white in Sydney and polka dots in Adelaide, I mean, but you don't wear colours of the same colours. I mean, as the, it was some candies. special. Um, they had some special sponsorship deal. I'm sorry, but that isn't. That means that's not nothing. a good excuse. That means that's nothing. Right. That's right. They, they needed their green gear the other night, and you know we won't harp on about that either. Quickly, Rick, I want to touch on the cricket. How was the cricket, hey? Well, it is a sad day for the first time ever. Uh, Australia has lost uh, to Bangladesh. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, uh, and I love my cricket and I love Australia, I almost predicted that it was going to happen, and it did. And um, Yeah, I think you told me a week ago that yeah. you predicted that's what they'll do. And they crashed five for 28 or something? They did. They, I mean, the, the reality is that even though for the last umpteen years we've been saying, 
oh, Australians can't play spin on the subcontinent. Well, tell us something we don't know. But it seems to me that we're doing nothing about correcting that. Um, you know, it, it might all be well to say, yes, we've, uh, we've got some pitch somewhere that resembles a, a Pakistani pitch or an Indian pitch, but we, we obviously aren't playing on them long enough to, uh, to improve our skills mm. when it comes to a turning ball over there. So, yeah. you know, I mean, sure, you know, Lyon got his wickets and so forth, and so did uh, uh, Agar, but, you know, they're not in the same category as those subcontinent spinners, and, uh, and we just can't play them. Yeah. No, I agree. Look, I wanted to touch on that, and we'll quickly, we're all over the place here today, yeah. but we're going to quickly touch on the local footy, the last round, minor round. We've got Freeling versus Barossa, Rick. Well, it would be one of the great miracles of life if Freeling got up. I mean, they've got a huge incentive, because obviously if they don't get up, and they'd still have to have things go right for them, um, you know, like other sides losing yeah. to make yeah. the fall. Williston need but, to beat Newry. Right. But yeah. there's no yeah. way Barossa will beat them comfortably. Yep. I agree. We've got Kapunda versus uh, Gawler Central, and I think we're both on the Kapunda bandwagon a bit. Well, we are, and uh, I'm I'm quite impressed with uh, Kapunda. There's no way uh, they lost, you know, the Mercers and so forth. There's no way that Central will beat no. them. Um, it's at Kapunda. Yes, and that's where I'm going to be. So, oh, uh, OK. Yeah. And then we've got Newry versus Williston at Newry. Well, dear me, Williston, I don't know, they've lost the plot since halfway through the season. Mm. And uh, Newry have got everything to play for. Um, they'll win, and uh, because apart from anything else, by winning, they guarantee a position as fourth yeah. in, the, in the final four. And uh, the last match for the minor round is uh, South versus Angerston at South Gawler. Well, South, of course, they've, they've secured themselves into the four, but they'd like to go into the finals on winning form, and it is, with all due respect, it is against Angus, and I would think South would win comfortably. Yeah, I would think so too, and they've got a lot more to play for. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, so um, big junior carnival on Sunday. Uh, all the kids congregate up at Newry for a huge junior carnival on the Sunday. Well, it looks like it's going to be wet too, so... Yes. Um, yeah, but it's a big day for the kids, and it's their last. That's their last game of the right. season for right. the little nines and elevens, and uh, they'll, they'll congregate up there. So, big day for them. Well done, Phil. Okay, well, that's it. We've probably run over time, but never mind. Uh, it's been uh, great having another yarn, and uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Rick. I'm Phil.